The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. I know so many of you struggle with career changes or how to upgrade yourself, how to upgrade your life. So today my guest and I will be talking about how to unlock your bulletproof mindset to upgrade your life. My guest today is Craig Siegel and Craig is a value-based and high-energy global keynote speaker and rising thought leader as featured in Entrepreneur and endorsed by so many of the world's most famous, well-known celebrities, entertainers, athletes, and entrepreneurs such as Rob Durek, Ed Milet, NFL Hall of Fame, Brian Dawkins, and more. Craig is born and raised New Yorker who from a young age always knew that he was meant for more but was unable to put it all together. When the pandemic happened, Craig felt spiritually guided. He left his lucrative and comfortable job on Wall Street and went all in with his passion and purpose to help people upgrade their mindsets and fulfill their potential. Craig's unique combination of energy, motivation, inspiration, charisma, and business success has led to the huge rise of Cultivate Lasting Symphony, CLS, a contagious, never-before-seen explosion that has impacted millions of lives worldwide. Removing limiting beliefs is a key to success in all areas of life. Most people feel unworthy. Craig helps people release the negative beliefs they have cultivated over time and implement positive and constructive thoughts, which then create powerful and positive beliefs that change your behaviors and ultimately create brand new results in your relationships, business, and all facets of life. He illustrates the power of the second thought. So today, Craig and I will be discussing the best sales and closing techniques, how to get inspired and start believing in yourself, how to set goals and build the best strategy that works for you, how to upgrade your mindset, what to do if you're not where you want to be, how to succeed at launching your own brand, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Craig. So glad to have you on my podcast. How are you today? First of all, thank you so much for having me. We probably could have chatted for an hour before we record. There's so much alignment here. I'm excited to be here. Let's have some fun. Yeah, sure. So we would love to learn more about you and your entrepreneurship journey. How did you start and how you became successful? Yeah, so 
I had a reinvention season in the beginning of the pandemic or lockdown, I should say. I'll give your audience and listeners some context in case they weren't familiar. I spent 13 years on Wall Street uh, prior to the pandemic. And I was having success. And I say success in quotations because I was making money. But as it turns out, that's a part of success, not the whole thing. And I found myself in a pretty dark season a few years back. I had just got out of a toxic relationship. My best friend, my dad, I just got diagnosed with cancer. And even though I was making money and I had my own business, I wasn't exactly putting a dent in the universe, if I'm being honest. And so I started drinking more than I'd like to admit, but I didn't stay there long. I'm not sure if I found running or running found me, but I started running a bunch of marathons, which was awesome. Wasn't looking to become a pro or anything like that. I was just looking to find myself, do some hard things, get some confidence. And essentially it worked. And then fast forward to the lockdown and the pandemic, I mean, this was a global awakening, but for me specifically, I looked at this as a historic opportunity. Like when is the world ever going to sit still like this? And for the first time in my adult life, but really my whole life, I just took a minute to reassess. And it occurred to me in that moment, just how miserable I had been for quite some time. And so I did this eulogy exercise, which is really tangible for your listeners and they could do it as well. And essentially, if this was it for you in, in a dark, twisted alternative universe and People showed up at your funeral two weeks from today. What would be said? What kind of impact did you leave? What kind of legacy did you leave? What kind of contribution did you make? And it occurred to me at that moment that none of the above. I had significantly underachieved. So I decided to forgive myself and become available for why I'm really here. And I believe all of us are here for a big reason. And by getting quiet, I started to get those creative divine downloads. It was like, of course, I've been obsessed with personal development for 15 years, but what if it was more than just a passion? What if it was my assignment, my purpose? Literally the next day in a run in Central Park, my CLS brand came to me, Cultivate Lasting Symphony, a play on my initials, Craig Landon Siegel, and I started putting out content. And I had this whole strategy, like a 10-lane highway, speaking, book, podcast, community, coaching, all that. And I started to reverse engineer it. And I just started to get momentum and it started to compound. And then I had that moment of imposter syndrome that we all have. It's like, but who's going to want to listen to me? And then the cost of inaction. And then I doubled down and literally the universe like that, it caught fire. Over the last two years since then, the brand exploded. We have one of the top entrepreneurial podcasts on the planet, sponsored by Mark Cuban, speaking all over the world. Just signed the record, first time author book deal coming out in August, coaching communities, all the things just got engaged. So it wasn't just a career reinvention. It was life. Sold the business on Wall Street. This is it for me in some capacity for the rest of my life. And we just get warmed up. And I know that was a long-winded answer, but I just wanted to give your listeners and audience just some context on how I got here today. Wow, this is an incredible story. And I know pandemic made a huge role for all of us. For some people, it broke them. For some people, it made them thrive. And for me, I was really busy during pandemic, like crazy busy because I launched my podcast prior to it, just, just right before. And I got so, I got so busy and it, it got just, it thrived during pandemic because everyone was at home. Everyone wanted to actually interact and get promoted so it got really busy for me too and the story you actually told me really inspiring and I'm sure so many of us probably would like to know from your huge experience on Wall Street 
and in sales, what do you think are the best strategies in sales? When it comes to sales, and I talk a lot about this about in the book, the reinvention formula dropping August 15th, which is available for pre-order now. You know, I think sales is important for anybody in any walks of life. You don't just have to be a salesman or saleswoman. Like you're always selling yourself in some capacity with everything you do, right? Whether it's negotiating a phone bill or putting yourself out there for a relationship or anything in between. So for me personally, you know, I see a lot of coaches, like they come to me, like, I want the success that you've had in a relatively short amount of time. Like, how did you do that? And they'll go to like launch a program or a course and crickets, no one signs up. And it's because they don't understand this. You First of all, you have to build a community. You have to get people interested. And to do that, you have to add value. Like for me, when I started CLS, the first couple months, I didn't worry about making money. I just wanted to add value and build a community, put myself out there and earn people's trust. And by doing that, I was dating my audience. In other words, like I would see what they were looking for. I would drop content to help them in, in different areas that they were struggling, whether it be mindset, uh, strategies, entrepreneurship, running marathons, whatever the case may be. And then when you build up that trust, you create that Hollywood hype and you date your audience, you know what they're looking for. So then when you go to sell something, you're like a magnet. They're coming to you because you already built that framework. And I always like to give this example. Like when I proposed to my fiance, Alessia, last summer, did she say yes? Because on that particular day, I had a fresh haircut and a nice button down. Probably not. She said yes because of the 16 months prior of us building an intimate connection and becoming best friends and soulmates and all that stuff. So sales is no different. You want to build a rapport and form a connection with the audience. And I think rapport, in other words, leaning in and like me and you right now, like we're not worried about anything else in the world. We're just worried about having a great conversation. And when you can do that, people begin to gravitate towards you. And then essentially, it doesn't even really matter what you're selling because they're buying you. And I think that gets lost a lot. So lean in, build a rapport, and date your audience has been huge. Yeah, it does get lost a lot. And it also leads me to my next question is, why so many people fail at launching their own brand? I think that what I've noticed over the last couple of years is a lot of people are inauthentic. Right. And when I started, it's a great question. When I started CLS, there was no guarantee that this was going to work. Right. Because I had success in business and running marathons. But when I stepped into this online space and personal development, I had no connections, no following, nothing starting from essentially zero. Well, that's not true because I took my traits with me, but I had no experience in this arena. I had 300 Instagram followers of friends and family, which you can argue is less than zero. But I understood this. I said to myself, there's no guarantee this is going to work. But for the first time in my life, I'm going to show up real, raw, organic, authentic, the real Craig Siegel. And prior to that, I've been a bit of a people pleaser. And I wasn't always myself. I tried to kind of fit in. And ironically enough, when I said, if I fail with this, at least I failed being myself, even though I didn't really think I'd fail because I'm creative and resourceful enough and determined to figure it out. The weird and strange cat that I am, and just to be clear, I am very weird. I am very strange. I have my own you know, mannerisms and catchphrases, whatever the case may be. The more I would show up as me, the more the world began to see me and the more people began to gravitate towards me. And just to be clear, it's not for everyone. I'm not for everyone, neither are you. And, and we shouldn't even want to be. 
But when you show up as your real, raw, authentic self, the right people will gravitate towards you and the wrong people will go away. So I think that in order to have a successful personal brand, you have to be authentic and not be afraid to show up as yourself, which can be the scariest thing you'll ever do. I'm not denying that, but it's so liberating. And that's what everybody's going to connect to. And that's what's going to give you success. And as I always like to say, not even identical twins have the same fingerprints. Like the wall the world really wants is your unique blend of you. And if you're courageous enough and bold enough to show up as that, there's going to be an audience for your particular brand. I love that. And as you know, like my brand is not basic blonde. So that's what I inspire women, how to stand out, how to be themselves and how to be never basic. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And we, I don't know if you were always authentic. I'd love to find out, but I imagine now the way you show up, like you're not going to be for everyone, but the right people connect with you. And the only way that that can happen as you continue to show up as your real authentic self. Yeah. So true. You don't have to be liked by everyone because not everyone will support your brand, but like you said, people who will support, they're the right people for you. That's right. Yeah. hundred percent. How to get inspired and start believing in yourself. Just for someone who feels down and has no inspiration, where would they start? How would they get inspired? And how would they start believing in themselves even if no one else does? Yeah, so this one's pretty simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And I like to use this analogy. Remember back in the day, and I don't know how old your listeners are, but there used to be this thing called a radio, right? This physical thing. And you would turn it on. And depending upon what channel you were tuned into, you might have hip hop, you might have Taylor Swift, or you might have sports, right? Depending upon what channel you choose. Essentially, our brain and mind is an antenna and we are a radio. And depending upon what frequency we're tuned into is what is going to manifest in our life. So we have to be so intentional and selective with what we're tuned into, the content we consume, which podcast we listen to, what books we read, who we hang out with, the quality of our thoughts. And just to be clear, I know most thoughts over the course of the day backed by science are negative. Thoughts are random, thinking is not. So if you don't like the, the thoughts that are taking up real estate inside your mind, you can choose a different thought. And, and this is a nugget right here, and I hope this will hit home with your audience, is this. Thoughts are not facts. So if you want to start believing in yourself and getting inspired, start being intentional with the thoughts that you allow to hang out inside your mind because those thoughts are now going to create new beliefs. So most of the limiting beliefs that we've cultivated over time that don't serve us, right? we have an opportunity to uninstall them. And then reinstall more empowering beliefs. I am worthy. I can do this. I am a gladiator. I can be an entrepreneur. I am creative and all that stuff. And then those beliefs create new feelings and behaviors, which essentially create new results in your life. So it's as simple as this. If anyone's not feeling inspired right now, change the channel on what you're tuned into and start being super selective and intentional with the positivity that you're feeding yourself. 
And then from there, now you have a whole new frequency and vibration to operate from. And, and then you can start making major moves and we can kind of lose that scarcity mindset. So be intentional with what you're tuned into. Scarcity mindset is the worst. And what I've noticed when you get to different level, you start getting different limiting beliefs. So it's like you work through some limiting beliefs for this level, but as soon as you level up, you have like new set of limiting beliefs because, you know, new level requires more energy, more knowledge, and I guess to <laughs> remove your limiting beliefs. How do you usually level up? And if you get to the next level, how do you move forward? Because, you know, when you get to the next level, you feel first you start feeling like imposter syndrome and after you have to get rid of it and then you actually become better and better at what you do at a new level yeah this is a really good question and it's something i'm experiencing now so here's the thing and for the audience that can't see and just hear us i'm making a hand gesture but what got you here is not what's going to get you there so all the things that got you to making six figures are not the same things that are going to get you to seven figures and eight figures and nine and so forth. So as you continue to level up, this is like an expression, new levels, new devils, something like that. You have to constantly be leveling up everything that you do, the quality of your thoughts, the stuff that you're consuming, your coaches, your mentors, your community. And I'm very big on that. Like you have to surround yourself with people that are not necessarily better than you, but are a little bit further ahead because it's contagious and you can see how they operate. There's got to be a formula to what makes them tick. And, and from studying all the greats and interviewing some of the world's greatest in every arena on, on our podcast, that's one of the reasons why I created the book, which the deal from Wiley called the reinvention formula. Because if you study the all-time greats, whether or even just like NLP or Kabbalah, the law of attraction, emotional intelligence, all that stuff, there's certain things that you can reverse engineer and break down as to what makes people good. You know, as you continue to ascend, you have to ascend the way you look at what you have going on, right? So let's just say like you got to a certain point as a solopreneur, right? But you want to take it to the next level. Well, then it's time that you consider hiring and scaling and delegating because there's only so much of you to go around. Even me, like now we have a full-time team and staff on payroll and we have probably almost probably 50 other freelancers and so forth. So because I understand like we're growing rapidly and I need an extra set of hands and there's only so much for me to go around. And I used to have this scarcity mindset if I'm being vulnerable and honest, that like who's going to wake up as excited about what we're doing as me? But that is scarcity. It's a limiting belief. So you have to be able to trust and delegate and hire and scale and grow. And so as you continue to grow and evolve and spread your wings, it can't just be like what you're doing in your business. It has to be all the things, right? Like even like when I'm running, I'm trying to get better and better. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. There are times with marathons, so how do I continuously level up? 
I start eating better. I focus more on recovery. You level up across the board. So it's a great question, but you, but you got to level up everywhere, assuming you want to keep ascending and evolving and spreading your wings. Did you have to hire a coach to get to the next level or what helped yeah. you? I'm a big believer in, in mentors and coaches and, and all that stuff. Like some of the best athletes, like they're not just getting on the field or the court. They, they have Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, like they have coaches, you know? So even if it's just someone to give you a different perspective or hopefully it's somebody a little bit further ahead so they can help you prevent some of the dummy tax. I always have coaches and mentors and it wasn't something I always believed in. But when I became like, you got to ask for help. That's the quickest, that's the cheat code to accelerate your growth. So long answer short, yes, I have mentors, I have coaches. And I know now that in some capacity, I will always have mentors and coaches for the rest of my life, specifically in arenas that I want to approve upon. How about you? Same? Yeah, I do have some coaches as well. Yeah. And also your book is coming out in August. Can you give yeah. us like a little preview on what it will be about and what inspired you to write it? Yeah. So, you know, the core message of our brand right now is reinvention. And I like to say, like, even if you didn't love Craig, hard to believe, I know. One thing you couldn't deny is that I had one life for 35 years or, or more specifically a career for 13 and then I pivoted and reinvented myself in the pandemic to great success. You know, a lot of people say they've never seen anyone explode their brand in, in a quick amount of time. And I'm very humbled by that. So the name of the book is The Reinvention Formula. And, you know, I, I manifested the book deal because when I said that I had like 10 things I wanted to do, I looked at it like a highway, each lane, something else, speaking, book, podcast, shows. The book deal was on the whiteboard and the vision board. But I like to marry the process, divorce the outcome. For me personally, I didn't want to self-publish my first book. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just personally wanted to have a major publisher behind me, kind of like a movie having a studio behind them. So I put the intention out there and then I divorced from it and it just kept building and compounding and building. And then Wiley ended up coming to us after the huge success of Ed Milet's book. And we negotiated with them and we, and we got a huge first-time author book deal. Um, and it only made sense that the name of the book would be the reinvention formula. So, you know, a lot of people think CLS has been an overnight success. I had been working on myself for 15 years, the technologies, all of it. And now I put it all into one vessel called the reinvention formula coming out of August 15th. And it shows how I went from what I was doing, feeling stuck, miserable, and what I'm doing now to achieve normal success. And the good thing about this book compared to some others is that I believe reinvention is universal and applicable for everybody. The lessons that I extracted and how you can apply them. In case you can tell, I'm really excited about it. Laura, that's incredible. I love that book idea as well. So excited for it. <laughs> I'm sure oh, you are you. as well. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. How to set goals and build a strategy that works for you. Yeah, so when it comes to setting goals, I think you have to be very intentional with why the goal is important to you and when the goal should be hit. Right. A, a lot of there's a big difference between a goal and a dream. A lot of people have these goals like I want to do this. I, I want to lose 10 pounds. I, I want to start a business. I want to be an online coach. And then it fizzles when they hit some roadblocks. So what I like to do is affirm why are we committed to this specific goal? Right. Because in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you're committed to. Why are we committed to this specific goal? Right. 
I'm committed to this goal no matter what. There's no other option. This is what I'm doing. It's very important so that you know why you're doing it. And then you say, okay, by affirming that goal like that, now it's top of mind and I'm recommitting to this every single day. So number two is why is this goal a must for you? Let's write down some bullet points. Like why is it so important for us that we hit this? And then the third is to write down specific action steps as to when we're going to hit them. I mean, this is a very tangible formula that you can extract right there. Goals are so important because they generate desire. They give us purpose. They get us out of bed every day. And like, you know, in my dark season of life, a few years back, I was working hard. I still gave that thing everything I got, but I wasn't passionate about it. And as a result, like I wasn't very excited about my goals. But now, I mean, in case you couldn't tell, like I'm lit up. Like there's no, this isn't work to me. There's no place I'd rather be, right? So you got to find goals that excite you, that scare you, that challenge you, that keep you inspired every single day. And it just, it's a quality of life is to have things that you're striving for. And oftentimes people that I see that aren't really happy, they lack meaning and purpose. And I think a good way to remove that frequency is to start setting goals that excite you because it's not so much the goal as it is who you become in the process of conquering that goal. Yeah, most of the coaches tell us to set goals that scare you, but what if you don't achieve the goal and you get so upset, so frustrated, and you know you, you set this huge goal for yourself and you didn't achieve it? Then what happens next? Like what someone should do in that case? Well, like I said, it's not so much the actual goal as it is to who you became on the journey of trying to chase it, right? And, and Tom Billy was on the podcast recently you know, him and Lisa, they sold Quest for over a billion and they're great entrepreneurs. And he was saying something similar. He's like, it's not the championship rings because every time you reach that mountaintop or not, you're always thinking about the next mountaintop. So now that we know it's not really the destination, it's more about the journey and the process, right? Like even for me, like the most recent marathon that I ran was last October in Chicago. And I had a very audacious goal and I did not hit it. I came up a little short. But because it was so audacious and scary and coming up short was still the best I ever did and significantly faster than any previous marathon. So because I did that, I was still, you know, the result is, is pretty good and, and I'll take it and I can still improve, right? But, but I became better on my journey to hitting that goal, more disciplined, more structured, faster, more strategic. So... It's not really the goal as it is the journey. And once you realize that, if you come up short on specific goals, it shouldn't deject you. It should actually inspire you onto what's next and what you can maybe fix or how you can clean some things up a little bit so that you can get closer to the next one. But you absolutely have to fall in love with the journey. And if you can buy into that, you'll never really get dejected. I love that. Even if you don't hit a goal, you still learn a lot in the process. And the process was very significant part of it too. 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. And this is really important for everybody because let me be radically honest for a second. There's a good possibility that if you have big, scary, audacious goals, like you said, you might not hit them. 
right? So you don't want to be a product of if you hit the goal or not. You want to be a product of who you become on the journey, better, more disciplined, more strategic, more experienced. And if you take that paradigm shift in perspective, you're never really going to get dejected, right? So you keep striving and keep growing and evolving as a person. And that's really what it's all about. And this is something I had to learn and work on myself because I used to think, what if you don't hit it, right? It's almost like I didn't want to set such scary goals because what if I didn't hit them? But now I understand that I'm going to be better off from striving to hit them. So that's a whole different paradigm shift. And I think that'll be really helpful and effective for all your listeners and audience. Yeah, it's definitely helpful because this question comes out a lot and everyone is, it's always the most discouraging because, okay, everyone tells you you set a big goal, but what if you don't hit it? But I'm glad like how you laid it out. So it's perfectly. 100%. Yeah. And this leads me to my next question on how to actually upgrade your mindset because as we talked about previously, everything else depends on your mindset. So it's the most important part to upgrade your mindset and then you can actually upgrade to the next level in your life. So, Yeah, in, in regards to mindset, I think mindset is, is almost everything straight up. So you just have to understand like, you have to transform from reactive to proactive. You have to get in control of your thoughts. And it goes back to the radio analogy. You have to determine which frequency you're tuned into. And once you can kind of start being available for everything that can go right, as opposed to what can go wrong, you now become a vibrational match for all the abundance out there. And now you can start thinking and playing bigger and being excited and you understand, like, if you try something and it's not the thing, it's probably the thing that leads to the thing. So you got to just be in charge of the quality of your thoughts. And then also finding stuff that excites you. Like, I believe that people ask me all the time, like, how the heck did we do what we've done in such a short amount of time? And my answer to that is it doesn't take time. It just takes alignment. And I'm in alignment. And it took me 35 years to find it. But then I did and quantum leaps everywhere. So you got to find what lights up your soul, what you're excited about, and then turn that into your business. And I know there's some people saying right now, well, that sounds great, Craig, but I still need to monetize, right? I want you to know that you can absolutely create a hybrid of making a massive impact, having a lot of fun and unapologetically making a lot of money too. Because when you're so passionate and excited about something, People will be asking how they can get involved. The money will come in. It's just an energetic exchange. It's a byproduct. Like I didn't step into CLS for the money, but ironically, I'm making more money now than I made on Wall Street. Now I realize it's not so surprising It's because I love this stuff so much and I'm passionate about it and, and I'm improving every single day. So find what makes you on fire for life, what lights up your soul and get into alignment. And that's the best way to work on your mindset and really your overall life as a whole. So true. Personally, me, I'm not a bare minimum person. For me, it's like go big or go home. And mm -hmm. I always try for bigger and bigger goals. And when some people are satisfied with bare minimum and they think it's their level and it's okay for them to do that, they definitely downgrading themselves and stealing everyone else from their talents from the world you know they still in the world from the showing their talents and probably teaching something they know to others which could benefit both sides right 
Yeah, you got to find what sets your soul on fire in life. We're only here for such a short amount of time. So true. What to do if you are not where you want to be? If you're not where you want to be in life? Yes. First of all, as long as you know that, that's a good thing. Now you could do something about it. You can't change it if you can't see it. So if you know, and if we're being honest, mm -hmm. most people in life are not where they want to be, right? But as long as that you know, and when I say you, I'm listening to whoever, I'm speaking to whoever's listening right now. If you know that you're here for something more than you're currently doing, now we can take some inspired action towards fulfilling our assignment and cultivating meaning and purpose in life, right? So it goes back to getting into alignment. First and foremost, forgive yourself. I lived with shame and guilt for so long. I was anxious about the future. I was depressed about the past. I was everything but present in the moment. And once I decided to forgive myself in the beginning of the pandemic and realize that it's true, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm going to forgive myself. And all that matters is what I do next. And then I started becoming available and I started getting the downloads and I started to take inspired action. So forgive yourself and focus on what can you do next to get into alignment with your life? Because carrying around the frequency that you're, you know you're here for something more doesn't help. Now that we've acknowledged it, let's take some inspired action and get closer to being in alignment. So first and foremost, I would suggest to the listener to forgive yourself and then figure out what's the next move. I love that because sometimes most of us, when something is not working out where you, and you're not where you want to be, you start blaming yourself for not being able to move forward and not being able to change anything. And that that makes things even worse because you can proceed if you're in that kind of emotional state. So like you said, forgive yourself and keep moving forward and learn from your mistakes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You can't dwell on, on energy that doesn't serve you. It's a waste of time. So, you got to allocate that to something that can propel you forward. So true. And what would you say, like, what services do you offer? Do you offer any coaching services or what What do you guys do? Yeah, so we have a, a, an extensive waiting list for one-on-one -on -one coaching, usually high-level CEOs, athletes, and actors. We also have a community. We have a CLS membership which is like-minded individuals we meet once a week talking about all things, personal branding, entrepreneurship, mindset. It's available on our website and so forth. And then we do masterminds. We're actually launching one tomorrow, speaking all over the world, obviously the book coming out, but we have a lot of free content too. Like anywhere you listen to the podcast, the CLS experience. For any of your listeners that are in the US, you can join our free texting community. Just text 917-634-3796. Mention the show's name so I know that you heard it here. Um, but we're really on on social media is my favorite because I love to connect and I love to interact with the audience. So come say hello. It's at Craig Siegel underscore CLS. But yeah, a lot of coaching and speaking. That's incredible. And what was your biggest challenge in your entrepreneurship journey and how did you overcome it? You know, I get asked this often and I have a weird answer because I say very humbly since I started this, a lot of things have worked out. I've been super intentional and selective and strategic. Now I'm far from perfect. I'm still learning and stuff like that. 
but I wouldn't have changed the thing. The brand is growing every single day. We're extending our reach. We're helping more people. A lot of the goals that we've that we've had on the vision board and, and the whiteboard so forth are either getting hit or we're getting closer to it. So I don't regret anything. There's nothing that I would have changed. But but for anyone that's listening, my best suggestion, something that I did early on, which was really good for me, because I, I used to not do stuff like this, is to seek out mentorship, coaches, find a community, a mastermind, just so you're around people that are a little bit further ahead. So you can get ideas from them. They can guide you and give you perspective. So although I, I was fortunate enough to realize the importance of that from the beginning, and I capitalized on it for anyone listening today, no matter what you want to do, it doesn't have to just be a performance coach or an entrepreneur, anything at all. You want to find people that you can learn from that are a little bit further ahead. It's the best way to accelerate your growth. I love it. Thank you so much, Craig. It was such an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for sharing so much experience. And where can our listeners find you, your social handles? Yeah. Uh, anybody who listen to podcasts, the CLS Experience, uh, our website, cultivatelastingsymphony.com. You can see more about us uh, anywhere on social media at Craig Siegel underscore CLS. And anywhere you buy books available for pre-order right now the reinvention formula. And if you grab a copy, uh, take a screenshot and story and, and I'll restore it. We get really excited. Books breaking records, pre-order. So just excited about all the things. Come find me and say hello. I'd love to interact. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday to support the show Tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.